Green Mountain Chronicles was originally produced for radio by the Vermont Historical Society in the 1980s. We're re-releasing them today as retro podcasts. Please note that any resources the podcast recommends may be out of date. We recommend you check out our website, vermonthistory.org, for the most up-to-date information. Green Mountain Chronicles number four, the case of Alex B. Novikov. The thing that the American people can do is to be vigilant day and night to make sure they don't have communists teaching the sons and daughters of America. 1953, and a junior U.S. senator from Wisconsin has added a new word, McCarthyism, to the American language. In Vermont, as Bishop Robert Joyce of Burlington recalls, University of Vermont cancer researcher and tenured professor Alex B. Novikoff was subpoenaed by the Senate Judiciary Committee in Washington. While he was a student, Professor Novikoff joined a communist club, or a club that had a communist association of some kind. He was supposed to be called to testify and give information about uh, colleagues who might have been with him in this uh, communist club in college. And uh, he refused to testify. He wouldn't uh, involve anybody else uh, in this. And uh, because he refused to testify, this was charged against him as further indication that he was a communist act- activist and that he deserved a serious uh, investigation and uh, very probable, probably should not be allowed to continue in teaching. At the insistence of then-Vermont Governor Lee Emerson, UVM President Carl Borgman convened a six-person committee of faculty and trustees to assure Vermonters that the faculty is, quote, 100% American and anti-communist. Chaired by Robert Joyce, then a Rutland Parish priest, the committee voted 5-1 to one to retain Novikov on the faculty. However, when the Board of Trustees came to act on the committee's report, something uh, unusual uh, occurred. The governor of the state is ex officio, a member of the uh, Board of Trustees. I never saw a governor uh, at a meeting of the board, but he came to the meeting and he uh, made uh, some very eloquent uh, speeches uh, against Novikov, very strongly advocating uh, that his t connection with the university had to be uh, broken. There was opposition to his views, of course, and I spoke myself very strongly about uh, Novikov's record and uh, how we should retain him. We all spoke and we all uh, said in a sense the same thing, uh, that but for the grace of God, hundreds of thousands of Americans might have been in his place. Rabbi Max Wall of Burlington joined Father Joyce and Episcopal Bishop Vetter Van Dyke in defending Novikov. Lots and lots of people were uh, very upset by this and felt that the university had uh, lent itself to being used by the McCarthyists. In other words, they had fallen under the fear of being identified with communism. We should protect men of learning rather than uh, persecute them or uh, fiddle around about their private uh, life unless there's something uh, wrong with it, which we could not find in his case. 
Nevertheless, the trustees voted to suspend Novikov from the faculty, without pay unless he agreed to return to Washington to testify. Novikov refused. Finally, at the insistence of the American Association of University Professors, another hearing was held before a 23-member review board. According to Novikov's colleague, Arnold Schein, UVM's lawyer, Louis Lisman, wanted him dismissed on grounds of moral turpitude. In that case, the university wouldn't have to pay him a year's terminal salary. Now, that was too much even for the trustees. So they reversed Lisman in a way and uh, gave him his year's salary so that he could look for another job. Dismissed by UVM, with Father Joyce casting the lone dissenting vote, Alex Novikov went on to a distinguished career at Yeshiva University in New York. Twenty-two years later, the University of Vermont acknowledged the wrongs of an earlier time and awarded Novikov an honorary degree. Thanks for listening. This podcast was remastered by me, Amanda Gustin, and released by the Vermont Historical Society. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe to get future episodes and rate and review it. Please also check out our website, vermonthistory.org, where you can find background information on these episodes, as well as other ways you can learn about Vermont history from home. The Vermont Historical Society relies on support from generous donors to preserve and share Vermont's stories. During these uncertain times, your support is needed now more than ever. Please consider donating today at vermonthistory.org donate.